Hey, welcome to the Living Box Free Podcast. I'm Ashleen Seitz. And I'm Becky Ford. And this podcast is brought to you by our coaching and consulting company, On The Rise Group. And we are here to talk about personal and professional growth. Yeah. If you enjoy this episode, don't forget to subscribe and share. And let's dive into this week's topic. Hello, welcome back to Living Box Free. I'm Ashleen Seitz, and today we are going to talk about starting a small business, the obstacles that come with that, chasing your dreams. It can be daunting, but you can do it. I believe in you, and I'm pretty sure my guest this week believes in you too, but I don't know. She might need to meet you first. (laughs) All right. My friend Amanda Van Horn is with us this week to talk about starting a small business, what that's like. Before we dive into that and introduce you and learn all about you, Amanda, because we're sponsored by On The Rise Group, what's on the rise for you this week? Okay, so I was definitely prepared. Uh huh. On the rise for me is competition. Ooh. Yes. Okay. So listeners out there probably know yeah. that Ash and I are in the same CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. And we have a comp coming up in March called Iron Games. And this will be my first comp since knee surgery last oh, year. Okay. So I am trying to get in shape for that and make sure I can do all the things all and the things. not let my partner Emma down. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel very confident that you're going to be fine. Yes. I honestly, if I can just get through it, yeah. I will be very happy and that's all I want. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Competition. Yeah. Lots of competition. Okay. I will be judging. Maybe I can. Maybe I can wrangle it and judge you guys. Yeah, That'll please be fun. do. That'll be a good time. You can no rep me all day. <laughs> it seems unlikely that I would have to, but okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I appreciate your faith in me. I always, people get so weird about judging like our local competitions and, you know, um, I just always find it so funny because I'm like, if you're doing your job right, like there's nothing anyone can argue with. Like there's literally like that either it was a rep or it was not a rep and that's not up to the app. Like you just say yes or no. It's and very true. Like, yeah. What can they really get mad about? Like <laughs> anyway, I know there are people that are afraid of hurting feelings and that yes. might cause problems, but oh. I feel like you're okay with, <laughs> well, I am and I'm not, but like, like if you were permanently mad at me because I judged you, I, I'm like, again, I'm not going to purposely be like, Oh, well that was a rep, but I'm going to say no rep. Like I'm not going to do that on purpose. So like if you're mad at me for saying the truth in a competition, then we've like you've got problems. Yes. You so have other other issues. You have other issues <laughs> that I don't need to be involved in. <laughs> anyway, competition. That's awesome. I'm excited for you. Thanks. Um, on the rise for me this week, actually specifically this morning. Um, I haven't washed my hair in a couple of days, and usually when I do that, like in past life, I past life? What? I don't know. Let's just move. <laughs> move beyond that. Um, I have just thrown a hat on, but I was thinking this morning, like, oh my gosh, I haven't worn like my favorite hat in forever. Why have I not worn my favorite hat? And so I put it on this morning and then it was like just so stretched out and big and just kept sliding off my head. And I was like, ah, I see, this is why. (laughs) And so, and I was like, I'm going to switch. And I went and tried to put on my Avengers hat, which I'm currently wearing. And I was like, this one's too small. And I felt like Goldilocks. I was like, what is happening right now? (laughs) 
So, but I adjusted the band on that. I don't know if I lent it to somebody and that's why it wasn't the proper size, but I was like, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try going back to hats because I do love hats, but I just haven't really, like I, I wear beanies in the winter all the time, but I've not, noticed that. but not like baseball hats and, you know, caps, I suppose. I did notice you had a kind of sideways sideways yeah. yeah that has more to do with like the fit and where it like sits on my head than okay. anything else i don't know if you're making a statement no or... i was not making a statement okay. <laughs> <laughs> one time uh at th- three jobs ago um my team was trying to make a video one morning and we were at the office and i just like it was one of those days when everything went wrong like everything little went wrong and my friend <laughs> my friend andy just got fed up and he starts listing all the things that are wrong and I was wearing this hat and it was crooked because it feels like it fits better that way and he starts listing all the things and he's like we can't find the camera the coffee maker's broken Ashleen looks like she's about to lay down a rap album (laughs) and he just kept going and I was like I'm sorry is that one of our problems right now Is my cap throwing off your whole day? <laughs> Is your am I have I thrown off the emperor's groove? I don't understand. <laughs> oh my God. I can straighten it out for you if you'd like. It's just I don't. Okay, whatever. <laughs> oh my goodness! Good times. Good times. <laughs> All right, let's talk about real things, shall we? Yes. Hi, Amanda. Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Amanda is one of our faithful listeners. I love hearing her feedback on episodes and thoughts, and I've been wanting to get her on the podcast for a long time. This finally was like, oh, Amanda, this one has your name written all over it. Um, So we are in our obstacle course series talking about the things that pop up that are difficult in life, unexpected things that they might be good things. Winning the lottery is a good thing. But then, man, you got to deal with it. Like, there are consequences to that. I would deal with that. Yeah, you would? You'd be willing. <laughs> I would happily deal okay. with that. Yeah. All right. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to talk today about small business because Amanda owns one and it's pretty exciting. But first, before you jump into that, Amanda, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. So this is the hard part. Mm-hmm. This always feels like when you have to go around the room and yeah. and introduce yourself and talk Tell about Tell me yourself. three facts about you. I know. And it's like, no one likes doing this. But <laughs> for for purposes of the podcast. Yeah, we've got people all over the world that listen, so they don't know you as well as I, I heard know you. you have someone in Iceland? Yeah, there? yeah. That's awesome. Becky got very excited when I told her we have a, a, a like continual listener in Iceland because she thought it was Annie Thor's daughter. Well, one can hope. One can, I guess. <laughs> Annie, if you're out there, give us a shout out. We love you, Annie and Katrin. Both. Yes. Those are CrossFit both. people. If you don't do CrossFit <laughs> it, and you're like, what the heck are these people talking about? They are goals, basically. They are goals. Yeah. yeah. Just go look <laughs> up Annie Thor's daughter and you'll and be, be amazed. Be amazed. Just, be amazed. Sometimes I just Google images of her just to get through my day. Oh, like, I know, right? Oh, maybe I could look like that. I can't, but you know, one, anyway. One can dream. One can dream. Yes. <laughs> Amanda, tell me about you. <laughs> so... Um, so I am a native Hoosier. I have lived here my entire life, pretty much in central Indiana and like, you know, Carmel Fishers, the outskirt towns, but yeah. you know, born and bred and my family lives here too. So that's why I'm still in Indiana. Um, <laughs> but I have a background in, uh, medical stuff. I used mm-hmm. to be an EMT for the city for a while and I have had office jobs and I have had cleaning jobs. I was a housekeeper for about 15 years and 
let's see, I went to culinary school, mm-hmm. which kind of sparked all the all the good stuff that has happened since then. Yeah. Um, so I'm a certified pastry chef. Awesome. Yes. Make all the yummy desserts. Yes, you do. Um, which is crazy because really I make healthy food. Yeah, it so. is kind of funny. It's a weird, <laughs> a weird combo, but yeah. also I love kind it. Kind of a weird turn. But uh, I've worked for the Marriott Hotel. I've worked for the now non-existent Nook that mm. was downtown for mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, I um, forgot about that place. Yeah. <laughs> Good concept, bad spot. Mm. Yeah. Makes sense. So Location, location, location. It seriously matters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then I also worked for a local company that is now not in existence anymore, Artie's Paleo on the Go, which is how I kind of got into the field I'm in mm-hmm. now, which is meal prep and mm-hmm. uh, making healthy food, allergy-friendly food, yeah, dietary macros, all the buzzwords that yeah. people love. But yeah. Um, so thank you, Artie, for that. Sadly, yeah. he is no longer with us. But uh, yeah. We love I you, Artie. S- we do love you, Artie. <laughs> so that was just, that still breaks my heart. But um, But I constantly thank him for getting me into this and yeah. showing me how to do it. And I learned so much from him, but yeah. So now I own a meal prep company, the Lilac Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just me <laughs> all by myself. Um, so I'm technically a personal chef okay. and I cater to uh, people who are trying to eat fit or CrossFit people who want to eat fit so they can do their best in the gym yeah. and look good naked. Look like Annie Thorstein. And look yeah. like Annie mm-hmm. Thorstein. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So I've been doing that for about five years now, feels like six years, maybe. Okay. Um, and it's going pretty good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, what you mentioned going to culinary school, it feels like a little out of the blue based on the other things you talked about. So what, <laughs> how was, did that happen? It was out of the blue. Um, well, I had, uh, quit the ambulance service because I realized that I am not built for that kind of life mm-hmm. style. Um, like the blood and guts never bothered me, but it was yeah. more just fighting the system of the medical industrial complex yeah. and seeing that in action. It breaks your heart. Um, so then after that, I was working for Artie. Mm-hmm. Um, I just messaged him one day and I was like, Hey, uh, do you need a dessert lady? <laughs> And uh-huh. luckily, most chefs, if you don't know this, hate making dessert. Okay. So he was like, yes, please come make dessert for me. <laughs> so I never have to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> so that ended up being a weekend job. And then uh, I just discovered that I really loved cooking mm-hmm. and I really loved being in the kitchen and I didn't mind the long hours and I didn't mind, you know, another weird lifestyle. Yeah. You know, um, so I decided I was just going to go to culinary school and make it official. Okay. <laughs> so Ivy Tech has a culinary program. Did so not I, know that. That's they, awesome. They do. And it's actually pretty good. Okay. <laughs> so uh, a couple of years of that and I was a pastry chef. Wow. Yeah. And the rest is history. The rest is history. Okay. Well, we can wrap up now. That's I know. how you make your dreams happen. We're go all to done. school. Go to school. <laughs> <laughs> work ungodly hours and you can you too can live this beautiful life (laughs) and then yep live happily ever after with a lot of coffee yeah okay tons of coffee all right so let's talk about oh gosh oh 
Excuse me. <laughs> Getting a phone call. I am. Did not know that would happen. Hold on. Do not disturb. Thank you. Wow, I've literally never had that happen before. Oh, I feel special. You should feel special. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll cut that out. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about how your business came to be. Because I know there are a lot of people out there with dreams, a lot of people out there who are like, I want to try this thing. But then there are obstacles, but you also are doing it. You're thriving. You're making it happen. So like, let's talk about how that came to be. Did you, what was your vision when you started? How did this happen? What did you expect to happen? Let's just start from the beginning. Okay. So the beginning is I am a horrible employee. (laughs) Let's just get that uh-huh. out of the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I I am stubborn and yeah. opinionated and I want to do things my way. Yeah. And I feel like most people who own their own business and especially people who start their own restaurants, like that happens because they want it to be their way. Yeah. And they want to make their own hours and they want to do it how they want to do it. And yeah. I, I really feel like that's what brought me to starting my own business is yeah. Working for other people is fine, mm-hmm. but ultimately you want it to be your vision, especially in food where it's a very personal and creative process. You just eventually come to the point where you're like, I want this to be my thing, mm-hmm. you know? And I loved working for Artie and I loved working at the Marriott and I learned so much from other people, but you always like take in all those things and it just eventually turns into how you want to process it and create and make it beautiful yeah. in your own right. Yeah. So yeah, it truly just stemmed from me being a terrible employee in general <laughs> and okay. and not wanting to get out of bed because when I worked at the Marriott, <laughs> I had to be there at 4 a.m. Oh yeah. I've been there, done that <laughs> life. It's rough. It's awful. So well, four thirty, but close enough. I mean, yeah, early is early. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yes, I I had that moment where I was like, you know what, I should just do this and see if I can. Yeah. And I had learned enough by then to know what running your own business looked like. Not all the ins and outs, but just knowing like I could start this and just see if it worked out. Yeah. And so I did. Luckily, I have a very supportive husband who mm. was like, sure, do your thing. Yeah. Make it happen. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. God bless him. Rodney, yeah. if you're listening, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, he let me follow that dream. And then I was in a position where I knew people in the fitness world. I'd been in CrossFit for a long time and I had met people through Artie mm-hmm. and I had that connection where I could just see if people would be interested in Mm -hmm. buying meal prep food and, you know, getting that feedback and seeing if it would roll over into making some kind of income, which still waiting for that moment. But, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, it's fun in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's fun to do all this work for nothing. Yeah. It's great. Small businesses. (laughs) Yay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh Lord. Yeah. So what, what was your vision like when you started out, I don't know if it's different than how it turned out or not, but what was your vision for it? What um, did you hope would happen? I hoped that I would find a sense of peace in like working in the kitchen is very solitary. Yeah. 
especially if you're doing personal chef. Like, yes, if you're in a restaurant, it's definitely a team effort. Yeah. But like when you're in the kitchen, it's very you're in your own head and you have a lot of alone time. And thank goodness I have a TV in my kitchen because there's Netflix. But, <laughs> you know, I just it's very peaceful, mm. you know, and I really enjoy that solitary, peaceful all this work is mine and I do it in my own time and I make my own hours and I drink a pot of coffee a day yeah. and I've seen every episode of NCIS. There. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent but, show. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you know, ultimately it's like, I love cooking. I can do it all day, every day. And I have found that out for sure mm-hmm. the last five years. And I guess the vision was like, can I do something and find peace in it Yeah, and find some sense of joy? Whereas like all my other jobs, it was just stress. Yeah. And a lot of emotions, which, you know, from our mental seminar, I don't talk about those. Yeah. <laughs> so like dealing with all that was just wearing me down and making me miserable. So the vision for Lilac Kitchen was, can I do something I love? Yeah. And and make it part of my joy. Yeah. You know, and luckily it has been that yeah. there's been obviously ups and downs, but ultimately I still look forward to getting up and cooking. Yeah. So. I think I chose the right path. I yeah, hope I did. That's you know? awesome. <laughs> I mean, those of us who eat your food feel like you chose the right path. So there's lots of love in it. Yeah. <laughs> you can, you can taste it. You can taste the love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you got started. What obstacles came up? What happened? How did things go differently than you thought? Ooh. Or if, the, if it wasn't different thing, even things you expected, like what popped up? So definitely figuring out uh, taxes Oh, yeah. Number one absolute piece of advice I give anyone in any small business anywhere. Find an excellent accountant, CPA, someone to do your taxes. You do not want to handle all that by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because my first year was just a wreck. Like, oh, my goodness. So I have a guy. If you need a guy, contact (laughs) me. Uh, (laughs) He's amazing. Funny story. So we went out to coffee or brunch months ago. Um, with a bu- bunch of people from the gym and Amanda started talking about her tax guy mm-hmm. and sent his contact info to a couple of us. And then that, I mean, that was literally months ago. I don't even, November, I think. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Sounds right. And then last week I finally made an appointment with him. <laughs> I pull up and I see one of, my, one of our friends walking out of the office. Was it Tiffany? It was Tiffany. <laughs> And I wish she was like, what are you doing here? I was like, well, you remember back in November, we were both there for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just really funny. It was like, oh, months ago we talked about this and here we are on the exact same day back to back. That's pretty special. It was pretty special. <laughs> it, was a, it was a weird moment. Small but, world. Yeah. But yes, make sure you have all that in order because you will save yourself tons of stress. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. What other obstacles popped up maybe that you weren't expecting or even that you did? Uh, finding space in my home mm. <laughs> for, okay. uh, when you do meal prep, not only do you need tons of ingredients, mm-hmm. you know, dry goods and refrigeration, I have two fridges and a stand freezer and mm. I have three huge wire racks just full of ingredients in my home. Yeah. But then also like containers, those are in our spare bedroom upstairs. Like <laughs> I have taken over the house yeah. with this, this project, you know, yeah. like, Rodney doesn't even step foot in the kitchen because <laughs> don't want to deal with it. That's my domain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so definitely space was a factor. And then even figuring out how I could market things, yeah. sell things, uh, because when you're a private se- chef, you can't do 
point of sale stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a a clause, you know. Okay. And then every county is different with their laws and what they let you do yeah. along with the state. So you have to figure that out. You know, so it's a very fine line um, of what you can get away with yeah. when you're a private chef versus having a commercial kitchen and having things for sale, you know, in stores and yeah. grocery and whatnot. So figuring all that out and figuring out like how I could do what I want to do and still stay at home because to have a commercial kitchen, to have a space, I mean, just the money is mm. insane. Yeah. And with food costs going up, we've all seen that and yeah. felt its effects. I mean, it just gets harder and harder to actually envision that in the future mm-hmm. and just not be in massive amounts of debt yeah. at some point. So, yeah, I'm very glad that I have set up how I have because it's allowed me to maintain my business yeah, and not have to worry about paying rent or, you know, all those overhead expenses mm-hmm. that a lot of businesses have to deal with. But yeah. space is always a little... A little cramped. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> Playing a lot of uh, Tetris with yeah. containers every week in the fridge. <laughs> was there ever a point at which you were like, why am I doing this? I want out. At least once a day. Oh, gosh. I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's frequent for sure. But I think that's a natural part of owning your own business. Like you're constantly putting yourself out there mm. and hoping that it works out. Yeah. You know, and you don't have anything really to fall back on if if it doesn't, you know, like if your business doesn't work out, you're done. Yeah. So, yeah, once a day I'm like, am I doing the right thing? Am I? (laughs) Is this a smart track for my life? Yeah. (laughs) You know, Um, but then I imagine getting up at six and going to an office and having to wear business casual. And I'm like, you know, I'm fine with this. This is okay. This is okay. I'm happy. Yeah, that was going to be my next question is how do you talk yourself through that? Oh, yeah. Just imagining working for anyone else, you know, mm-hmm. and I should caveat. I coach at the gym, mm-hmm. which is working for someone else. Technically, but, yes. But I love that, <laughs> you know. So it's not necessarily working for someone else. It's who you're working for or what you're doing. Yeah, it really matters. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. And, you know, I'm passionate about CrossFit and that helps, yeah. you know, like that makes me want to coach. I enjoy it. It doesn't feel like work. Yeah. So there's a huge difference there yeah. versus an office job or just something to pay the bills, yeah. you know? So yeah, once a day, but I talk myself out of it. Yeah. I talk myself down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went away with, with some friends to go snowshoeing last weekend and, um, which was very fun. It was entertaining uh, I think I promised on a previous episode that I would give an update. So here's my quick update before I launch into the story I was thinking of. Um, snowshoeing, it was a good time. It was just pretty much like hiking, but you have to keep your feet a little wider. And um, us CrossFitters, you know, we like to complicate things. And so did just, Becky try just, to make it a workout? Just snowshoeing was not enough. We had to do some races <laughs> and then some backwards races. Um, which I just completely wiped out. And then I was laughing so hard. And our friend Tristan, <laughs> like he did stop to check on me. And I said, yes, I'm fine. You know, he was like, are you okay? And I said, yes, but everybody else didn't hear that. And so he just started going backwards again and like winning, which was told, I was absolutely fine with that. I was just lying <laughs> on the ground in the snow laughing. <laughs> and you can hear, like there's a video of it. You can hear people being like, 
wow, he didn't even like, he's just going on. Like he just left her there. And I was like, no, no, no. He asked me if I was fine. I was laughing. Everything's fine. (laughs) He's just so fast. You couldn't tell. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He paused for a moment and then moved on. Yep. Yeah. um, But we made him, I say we, it was really Becky, uh, made him try handstand walking in the snow with his snowshoes on. And he did it, but he was like, it's not the snowshoes. It's like gripping the snow. And I was like, oh, that makes total sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because... You don't think about when you're walking on your feet, like you use your toes to grip, um, but you use your hands to grip when you walk in that. Yeah. He was like, I'm just picking up snowballs. I'm like, wow, that's yeah. Well done. <laughs> but I, I'm still impressed you managed to do it. Yeah. So it was fun, but we did like make it more complicated because otherwise it was pretty much just hiking in the snow. So, I mean, that tracks. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Especially tracks if Becky's there. In the snow. <laughs> Oh, punny. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so there's my update. I promised I would give one. But um, on that trip, we were talking. uh, I was with a bunch of question askers (laughs) and we were talking about work. And then someone asked the question of, will you retire? Um, And we went around and there was a variation of answers of like, but it all kind of came down to, I don't know that I want to stop doing anything. Like, I don't want to just sit around yeah um and several of us were like we love our jobs enough that yeah it might look a little bit different but we're not going to stop doing this just because we're getting older yeah um because we we love what we're doing and and that's what i'm sorry that was a really roundabout route to come back to you but that's what i'm hearing from you is i love what i do um both at the gym and in cooking and that makes it easy to keep going mm-hmm. in a, when those obstacles come up. Maybe not easy to keep going, but it makes it the, the right choice to yeah. keep going. That's what I'm hearing. Would you say that's true? I Absolutely. And I would say it does make it easier to keep going. Mm-hmm. That's accurate. Um, I could do this forever. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't imagine myself stopping anytime soon. Um, those of you who work in small business know that we generally don't have a retirement plan yeah and we do have to work forever yep so i'm already planning on that um <laughs> just gonna keel over in the kitchen yeah basically yeah, yeah. loaf of bread in my hands but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and yeah i imagine it'll morph into something else and i know i i probably won't be able to coach crossfit forever um since things keep breaking on my body mm. uh but, but you're making a comeback <laughs> i am trying i'm a official master's division this year so yeah I feel pretty special in like the true master's division, Uh not the 35 to 39. (laughs) That doesn't really count, guys. Uh, 40 plus is what we're talking. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and it's the same with the kitchen. Like, do I have to wear compression hose? Absolutely. (laughs) But that's fine. That's just a tool I need to keep going. Yeah. And if I got to put rubber mats down and wear the orthopedic shoes, I'll do that too. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, but ultimately it's just so much fun and Mm. it makes people happy, Yeah, which I think that you can relate to being in a profession where like you're trying to enrich other people's lives. You're trying to help them reach their goals. And I think both our jobs are the embodiment of that. Yeah. And that gives me a lot of satisfaction. And I can't imagine quitting that and trying to do something else that would bring me as much satisfaction. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll I'll be in the kitchen until I can't be in the kitchen anymore. Yeah. Makes sense. 
my best friend from high school and I, hi, Christina, we dream about <laughs> um, <laughs> opening a bed and breakfast someday, you know, and she, she loves to total extrovert. So yeah. I was like, you can host and be the hostess with the mostest. Yep. And I will be in the kitchen doing all that <laughs> stuff, not talking to anyone. <laughs> and I think that would work out pretty well. Yeah. And I would still love to do that someday because it would be a, an easier transition yeah. from just being in the kitchen 16 hours a day yeah. doing what I do. But, you know, I mean, everything has to change eventually. But if you can change and make it something that still fits what brings you joy, I think that is winning. Yeah. Ultimately. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'll do it forever. That's awesome. Pry the tongs out of my hands. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll probably have to, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Becky asked me yesterday, I don't know, recently, she said, okay, rank, she asked so many questions and I love her for it because I am I do ask questions, but I'm not as fast about it as she is. She's like a pro. She is a pro, pro status, <laughs> um, which makes her so good on the podcast. So she'll be back soon, by the way. We do miss her. We I absolutely miss her. But I know she has a lot going on. Every time she doesn't record an episode, she's like... <laughs> I'm like, can you come back to me? And she says something like, oh, I thought maybe you just were happier doing it by yourself. And I'm like, no, Becky. No, no, no. no. I mean, I love having guests on. Thanks for being here, Amanda. Absolutely. Anytime. (laughs) Anyway, she asked me a question. She said, rank all your jobs from best to worst. And I was like, oh, that's a good one. Oh, I have worked some places. Yeah. You know, I've done so many random things. I've cleaned a ballet studio. I have... Uh, been a hostess at like a super swanky restaurant. I've done Starbucks. I've done like I've done really. I was, was I plowed snow. I did landscaping. Oh wow! Like, <laughs> I've done some stuff. <laughs> anyway, so it took me a while to do that, but I was discovering that the things that were at the top were the most meaningful things to me, and I don't think anybody could categorize those as. You wouldn't be able to objectively say, oh, this is the most meaningful job. Right. Because one of my favorite jobs was plowing snow on campus because I was able to communicate to myself of like, this matters. Mm -hmm. People can't get up and go to class. People, the professors, like there's some old professors here. If they wipe out on the ice, (laughs) that's it. Like broken hips. Yeah. They're retired. (laughs) That's the end of that. Like, so you were saving lives, basically. Basically, yes, okay, I yeah. was. Yeah, <laughs> three a.m. in my little snow cat. Oh cat-ed. my goodness. Yeah. Um, anyway, like that—that's toward the top, and I can imagine most people wouldn't find that meaningful. But for me, for whatever reason, it really was. And so I think, as I'm hearing you, I'm like, yes, this is really meaningful to you. It wouldn't necessarily be meaningful to everybody. No, and Some that's okay. Would do anything not to be in the kitchen, right? Yeah, so So they'd be like, feed yourselves, you idiots. I get that. (laughs) Like, I'd do anything not to have to teach or be in a classroom or, you know, type all day. Yes. You know, so I totally understand. Yeah. So it's really what I'm hearing from you is really about finding what's meaningful to you. So It is. It's been, it's the ultimate goal in life, right? Yeah. It's our, our purpose. Yeah. Like, what makes you happy? What can you do forever? Yeah. Yeah. And how can you serve others? I think having that mentality too also makes a job easier yeah. as well. If you're in something just to be selfish and it's all on, on you and what can you get from it? I mm. I think that you'll burn out or you'll 
you'll end your life and be like, what did I even do with my time? Yeah. Whereas when I get done, you know, I'm going to look back and be like, I made a lot of people happy. Yeah. With cheesecake. Okay. <laughs> Specifically. Specifically. <laughs> and cookies. Yes. So oh, your cookies are so good. <laughs> the paleo cookies. Yeah. Famous. <laughs> Famous. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I would rank it. And even, you know, though I didn't want to be on the ambulance forever, I still look back at that and rank it high on my list mm-hmm. because I made a difference. Yeah. You literally were saving lives. I was. And it was not saving hips like I was, <laughs> you know, I had a couple of hips. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and despite it, I mean, honestly giving me PTSD, I wouldn't take it back. Yeah. You know, it changed my life too. Yeah. So yeah, I can see ranking things that way because when you want to help other people that r- it consumes you. Yeah. You know, it takes your whole day. And that's fine. I'd rather live that way than any other way. Yeah. Love what you do. Yeah. You'll never work a day in your life. And it's, it's true. It's not yeah. just a saying. Like, yeah. it's, oh, it's a saying for a reason. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's very true. That's awesome. Well, you've kind of already answered this because you talked about, you know, get a good finance person. You talked about um, b- doing what you love and finding something that you're passionate about. Is there any other advice as we wrap up here? Advice you would say? to someone who is considering starting their own business or they're mid one of those daily crises you're you're talking about of like, (laughs) why? Um, Advice is that that never ends. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Just embrace it. Yeah. And find your own way to cope through it. Mm. Mine is coffee and Mm self-talk. So, (laughs) and maybe cookies. And CrossFit. And CrossFit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Find a, find an outlet that is not work. Yeah. That will really help you. CrossFit is my outlet. Reading books mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with my job is my outlet. Yep. Having excellent friends and social circles that support you is key. Like, I could not have done this at all without my mom and brother. Hi, mm-hmm. mom. Um, Rodney. Yeah. And then all my friends at the gym who completely support my business and just bolster me up all the time. I, our CrossFit gym is just such an overwhelmingly amazing community of people. I have to tell this story if we have time. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so the 530 AM class, as you know, is full of just characters, personalities, personalities, but the most generous and kind group of humans truly on the face of planet earth. So I talked to them often about the business because, you know, we all have our groups that we like to share and complain with. (laughs) But, you know, I was I was mentioning how I'd like to have a fridge at the gym bigger than the small beverage when I had Uh for a while. And I was like, I just I can't afford it. I can't do it. It's a few hundred dollars, but I just don't have it. But it would make all the difference. And then sure enough, Ash by the end of the day, I want to say, or maybe the next day, yeah. Sydney, I love you, Sydney, calls me and says, hey, guess what? We're buying you a fridge. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. And I I just stood in my kitchen and cried for like five minutes because I couldn't believe that, you know, a group of people came together and made that happen. Yeah. Just overnight, like, 
So yes, support is key. Yeah. So make good friends, make friends who will help you no matter what. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be financially, like just emotionally. You need that as a small business owner because you're constantly putting yourself out there and hoping that people embrace you and support you and can afford your product one, but also just are interested in it. Yeah. When other things are way more convenient, you know, like going to Herculean, I hate to say that name (laughs) (laughs) and buying stuff out of the freezer, but like, you know, with a personal chef, you have to pre-order, you have to invest your time, you have to think ahead. And some people just don't do that. Yeah. So I just, I cherish every client I have who makes the time to do that for me. Yeah. So that would be my advice is find your support systems, find a way to, to have an outlet, to walk away from stuff and have a distraction from the constant worry of 24 seven business. Yeah. Um, and just believe in yourself really. Like if you don't think that you can do it, guess what? You're not going to do it. Just like with a deadlift, if you don't think you're going to lift that weight, it ain't going to happen. You know, I literally couldn't get a deadlift off the floor the other day. We were supposed to do six reps and I couldn't pick up the first one. And I was like, I know this is 1000% in my head, but I don't want to pick it up. Yes. Prime example. Yeah. So, yeah. Believe in yourself. Yeah. For sure. And the rest, you know, if it's meant to be, it'll fall into place mm-hmm. and you'll find your way through it. I did. And gosh, I'm not, I hate math. I hate numbers. I hate business stuff, but somehow I've managed to (laughs) trudge through this. Made it through. Made it through. That's awesome. You can too. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Well, thank you, Amanda. I appreciate you sharing your experience and your wisdom and the things that have come up that you're like, man, why do I have to deal with this? (laughs) So thank you. I yeah, I just want to end with an encouragement to people. If you want to, if you have a dream, you have something you're passionate about, it doesn't have to be starting a small business. It could be changing jobs or it could be, you know, just picking up a hobby. Um, just go for it, man. At the end of the day, just go for it. Go for it. Just do it. Make it it happen. Life is is. so short. Yeah. I mean, we've seen that this year. Life is so short. Just do it. Find a way to be happy because spending your life miserable is just a waste. Yeah. Be happy. Nobody's going to fix it for you. Bake cookies. Just Bake do co- it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, Amanda. And we'll probably have you on another time. We'll find another perfect episode for I you. I will happily come on here okay. anytime. Although I miss you, Becky. Come back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> come back to me. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Amanda. And listeners, Box Breakers, we will talk to you next time. Bye, friends. Bye.